You're listening to the Google Ads Podcast, brought to you by Solutions Aid, the Google Ads agency. When we're talking about different ways to scale e-commerce, the first thing we have to identify is, since we will be running Performance Max for e-commerce because it's the most powerful campaign type, what we have to identify is, what are the areas that are not working? What are areas that may be suffering? E-commerce is direct response by nature. That's what e-commerce is. That's why we measure it usually with new customers and ROAS and at least CAC. It's very new customer focused. So if we're already launching Performance Max and we already know that the areas that Performance Max are going, where else should we go that's towards the goal? So what's interesting there is Performance Max found the channel that works the best. That's what its job is. And then it remarkets those people internally to the lowest hanging fruit. That's why Performance Max works so well for e-commerce. But we have to identify, is that actually the channel actually working? And then what else can we add to it? Facebook is still very, very, very powerful. I'm not gonna be, the Google Ads agency owner here is saying that Facebook works well. It does. This is something actually that we don't do much. We usually leave a lot of this up to performance max, but there is ways that you can start to identify a very specific portions of your performance max are failing. So performance max gives you a few kind of key insights into what it's liking and what it's not. So when we're talking about different ways to scale e-commerce, the first thing we have to identify is since we will be running performance max for e-commerce because it's the most powerful campaign type, what we have to identify is what are the areas that are not working? What are areas that may be suffering? And let me pull up a account and I will share screen here so that we can see what would be working and what would not be working. Now, if we have Nordbeam, we can use Nordbeam also to help us identify this, but I'm gonna use this training first into saying where how we identify what's not working. Yeah. All right, so this is one of the areas that we're going to look for instead of a performance max campaign to say, okay, well, how can we supplement? So when we're looking at, I'll just use this one, for example, this campaign here, we have our ROAS goal is 1.07. So we're already doubling the ROAS goal, which is good. And this is just in the last seven days, but now we need to identify what's working, what's not. So the first area, and this is something we've covered already, but so it'll be a little bit of a refresher, is YouTube working inside of this one. So the first thing that we're going to do is go into our columns and add our views, also add our whoops, view rate. And then we're also going to add our average cost per view. Now, what this is going to tell us is an insight into how the YouTube campaign, I know I have drug use policy. There we go. This is what is going to help us identify is YouTube actually engaging. And now know that YouTube instead of performance max is more heavily skewed towards remarketing. So we're talking about creative ways to scale e-commerce. The YouTube portion inside of Performance Max is only used when it does see good new customer engagement that starts to convert. If it's more heavy shopping or if it's more heavy search, which we're gonna look at identifying that way now, you're gonna see that YouTube turns more into remarketing. So we can't simply just go into a campaign with Performance Max running and just start adding campaign types. What that will do is actually start to compete and start to pull out of a Performance Max campaign. And if it's a very similar audience, what we find is that, well, Performance Max used to sell $10,000 in products a week. And then we started YouTube and now YouTube sells 3,000, Performance Max sells seven. Well, we didn't scale, what we just did is just divide, which isn't a really good way to, it's not a creative way to scale. So we have to identify the creative ways to scale by saying, where can we expand into? So inside of this, this campaign here, 
what we're going to look at is the views. So the views are going to be specific to YouTube. And we're going to see here that we have no views. We have no view rate. We have no average cost per view. So right now, YouTube is not running at all inside of this Performance Max campaign. That's good to know. It did at one time. It was running, and now it's not running at all. So we're getting a 2x return, though. Okay. So what about shopping? Well, if we know that this campaign here has sold 139 conversions, where are they coming from? So the unknown right now is going to be the display GSP and Discover, which we know for a fact is not heavy e-commerce. It's not heavy direct response, not inside Performance Max anyway. So we have to look at, well, is it search or is it shopping? And now if we remember the number 139, we can go into our listing groups. Actually, before we do that, just know that this 139, I'm using conversions by conversion click. I'm not using conversions by conversion time. It's very important because when you go into your listing groups, they default to only conversions by conversion click, not conversion by conversion time. So want to measure the same metric throughout your investigation so that you're not saying like, wait a minute, this is actually showing more. Why does that not match up? So use a conversion that is not going to be by conversion time, use it by the click. And I'll share, share with you why. So 139 conversions. And we hop into our products here as an example. And we see, well, what's selling? Well, in that last seven days, I see three and one, four. So four has sold inside of my listing group. Out of 139, 135 did not come from my shopping. Now, I know this already to be the case in this one. That's why I'm using this as an example is because we have a heavy amount of search and not a heavy amount of shopping. We actually already tested shopping in this account before and failed miserably because we know that the competitor in this brand's competitor spends 12 times more than what we do just on shopping. And they also pay more per click than what the product is actually worth sometimes. So we're getting priced out of shopping. Performance Max identified that, still brought us a 2x return, it just did not come from the shopping portion. So now this is one thing that we would say is a creative way to increase as well. We haven't really tried to strategically outpace our competitor inside of shopping. That's an area for expansion. That would be one way to creatively scale e-commerce is to run a standard shopping campaign. Let's say I maximize clicks so that we can try to get as much viewership and traffic as possible without basing it off of, well, well, my ROAS is terrible. Now what else am I going to do? It's an expansion opportunity to creatively scale e-commerce. We're running Performance Max. It's already giving us the return and the ROAS that we need on the channel, though, that we are not currently engaged in. Now what we look at here. Well, if we look at the Insights tab in the same, same area, out of 139 sales. This is not a glitch. I'm interrupting the video you're watching because I need to remind you that I'm always looking for people to join our team. So if you're passionate about Google Ads and you want to work with the best Google Ads agency on the planet, please go to solate.com forward slash apply. Speaking of working with the best Google Ads agency on the planet, if you're having trouble with Google Ads and you want professional help, that's what we do. You can go to solate.com, that's S-O-L-8.com, to apply for your free, no obligation action plan. And if I've given you any level of value at all, maybe think about giving me a thumbs up and subscribing to our channel. That's how we juice the YouTube algorithm so they actually know that I know what I'm talking about. If you have questions, comments, concerns, or confessions, hit me below in the comments. And now, back to your regularly scheduled program. We see that 65, now this is 
this is going to be removed. We actually just negated all of our brand last week. It spiked up and then it went down. So just ignore this part here. Just for example, normally this doesn't have brand in there. We'll see this search term here that's selling that product very well. And we're also seeing different variations and even different internal cross-sell opportunities between these products. So we can see here that the majority of these searches, or sorry, majority of our conversions are coming from search. If you took the 139 minus four, you have 135, add these up here, this would equal 135. So now we've identified that the only true channel that's really working inside of Performance Max is DSA. The DSA portion of Performance Max works. I already also know this to be the case because we did a competitive analysis on the people running on search and they're not spending that much there. So this is our area to scale. This is a way to evaluate it. Now, if we know that DSA is working, what else can we do? Well, I couldn't run a standard search campaign because I'm just going to start to compete with all of the good performance that's happening inside of Performance Max. So what you don't want to do is say, wow, search is working. Let's start another search. All you're doing now is just dividing it. So we don't want to divide. We want to see ways to expand. So one of the areas that we already discussed would be running, let's say, standard shopping campaign on maximized clicks with a low budget, not enough to bring down the overall ROAS of the campaign. But if I can get more shopping clicks, I may be able to earn more remarketing even through Performance Max or a return user through my brand. So one of the areas that we are now identifying is where else can I go that makes sense that I'm not currently in or that I have not gone in be into before. We already know that YouTube isn't working either. So since YouTube isn't actually active in this Performance Max campaign, if I start a YouTube campaign, I'm not competing with anything. It's a value add. It's not a division of users. It's a new cold traffic. We've actually done that in here already. And we're already running a, a YouTube campaign in here. Now this is more branded as it's just a big account. But in the YouTube campaign that we're running here now, these video campaigns are actually adding in more sales. Let me do this here. So this YouTube campaign right here is already adding in more conversion value that I didn't have before. This is not actually hurting anything that we're doing on Performance Max. We already know Performance Max is not running YouTube. So when we started to add YouTube in last week, we made 36 more prescription returning customer, 95% cold traffic, 95% cold traffic users, essentially those new customers. And this is also helping to scale into A, newer audience, B, new customers, and see, give us an overall volume lift of sales rather than simply would be dividing if I was starting a search campaign. So one of the areas that we wanna look at before we dive deeper into the subcategories is what kind of additional campaign types can we use? So specific campaign types to test outside of Performance Max. This is the topic that we're talking about now. That was one of our subtopics. The specific campaign types are gonna be non-overlapping value add but also towards the goal that we need, whether it's ROAS, whether it's sales, whether it's scale, whatever that may be, we look for areas of opportunity to dive into that we're currently not. The YouTube campaign, for example, is probably one of the best ways to scale e-commerce. E-commerce is direct response by nature. That's what e-commerce is. That's why we measure it usually with new customers and ROAS and at least CAC. It's very new customer focused. So if we're already launching Performance Max, and we already know that the areas that Performance Max are going, where else should we go that's towards the goal? So it's because e-commerce is direct response, YouTube helps a lot. Why? The average cost per view, very inexpensive. So for not a whole lot of money, and I know 14,000 is, but it's not when you compare it to the 268,000 that was spent. The 14,000 here is attracting a lot more new users by impressions. And we're also getting a lot more views and our view rate is above area of 
of what's it called optimization. So we want to be above a 22% view rate on average. That's where we've seen Google start to push and we see them actually engage an audience to say, these people are actually engaged. We may not see one click, you know, sales, which is usually how we measure. No, we measure the, what's it called, a YouTube campaign, but we can look at other KPIs to know that this is actually an area of expansion. We have another client that actually sells a product and I won't call them out by name or anything like that, but we have another client that sells a product that 88 or 89% of all of the spend and sales come from the YouTube channel inside of Performance Max. And we're actually going to scale that. So what's interesting there is Performance Max found the channel that works the best. That's what its job is. And then it remarkets those people internally to the lowest hanging fruit. That's why Performance Max works so well for e-commerce. But we have to identify, is that actually, is that channel actually working? And then what else can we add to it? So when we're talking about the different types of audiences though, whether we find that display works, I'm not a big display person. I haven't cracked that code. I think it's my opinion, too fatty in terms of apps and kids games, even though we push them away, they still come in at a high rate. And it's also click farm bait really like they did those get clicked on a lot. So display is something that I think should be reserved a little bit more for our existing audience or users, or even just like a re-engagement, not really even necessarily remarkable, but there could be something that we have a list. I like display a lot. GSP, Gmail sponsor promotions is part of discovery. And so discovery sometimes can offer you a lot of false positives. So for example, if you have a whole bunch of clicks on discovery, they're actually not clicks to your website. They're opens of the Gmail ad in GSP. So some false positives can come in from discovery that I think we'll need to try to refine those strategies a little bit more and we'll kind of go into it further. But in terms of G in terms of discovery, discovery is heavily GSP. And I've done that a few times by looking at how many clicks we got on our discovery campaign versus uh, views to the website. And it was about 10%. So if we had 900 clicks, we actually had about 90 people. So for awareness, it's good, but that's not really good for e-commerce unless we're looking to scale out with not really taking into consideration CAC or ROAS. So just know that that's gonna be something that is gonna be a little bit more hard to scale effectively unless we really refine that audience down to, you know, engage users. So I still like YouTube the best for e-commerce. This is the best way for us to engage a new cold audience on a product that they haven't seen before and really mimic what the successes that Facebook has. Facebook is still very, very, very powerful. I'm not gonna be, I, I, the Google ads agency owner here is saying that Facebook works well. It does. It is a brand awareness machine. That works very well. There's been a lot of businesses still today that are building their company on Facebook. It's inefficient, but you can't deny the fact that it's very powerful and it works and engages an audience that's never heard about a product before. Post-survey responses when you're running Facebook, a lot of times they're like, yep, I heard about it on Facebook just because that is where they usually first see them. The problem is that's their only channel. <laughs> so it's just shotgun blasting of people of, of interrupter style marketing. And you just hit a point of diminishing returns where it's like, yeah, it's a one row as, but I'm not making any our YouTube campaign is going to act very similar to that. Only we get the benefit of having a direct response element of our campaigns tied to a top of funnel. So I still think that YouTube is the best way. Well, we'll talk about discovery and we'll talk about display soon here, but first I want to dive into a little bit more about YouTube, just because I want to go into in-market audience segmentation and the use of curated content and remarketing. So I'm going to kind of take a little more of a YouTube focus here just for the short term. Thanks for listening to the Google Ads Podcast. For more ways to grow your business with Google Ads, you can subscribe to the Solutions 8 YouTube channel. If you enjoyed this episode, 
please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to work with the best Google Ads agency in the world, you can visit Solutions8 at sol8.com. Kostum here. If you're running Google Ads, even if your campaigns are successful, my years of experience have taught me that there are almost always enormous improvement opportunities. Now, what if the best Google Ads agency in the world was willing to review your Google Ads campaigns for free and provide you with a comprehensive action plan, no cost or obligation? Notice, I didn't say audit or evaluation. I said action plan, a bullet point by bullet point breakdown of exactly what needs to be done to improve your Google Ads campaigns. Yours to keep, no cost or obligation. Head over to solate.com to get a free Google Ads action plan customized for your business. No strings attached. That's sol8.com. S-O-L, the number 8.com.